I like this life when you're preparing your part in some ballet, you think about this, you training, you dance it first time and everybody like it or don't like it. So it's a very interesting life. You know, I'm missing my life in the theater because traveling all, all over the world with one performance, it's like a little bit boring. Yes, it's cool. You travel, you see all world, but theater life, it's, it's amazing, really. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real life, experiences, work, and personalities of Ukrainian people with a focus on the capital, Kiev, so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine, visit the country, and invest in the Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz, and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to clean the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though this caused him to have cancer, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I could not return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19, and this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all for the support. This podcast is now ranked number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine, top 60 travel podcasts in the UK, top 50 travel podcasts in Italy, and top 25 travel podcasts in Apple, Russia, and today, top 20 travel podcasts in Poland. Thank you, Polish people or Ukrainian people in Poland. My guest today is Julia Kichigina. Julia is a famous Ukrainian ballerina. She was born in Crimea, and I'm honored to have such an athletic, advanced ballerina in here. She studied in Minsk, Belarusia, then worked in the Lviv National Theater as a solo artist for eight years. Then she went to the Theater of Moscow, where she was a ballerina at the Phantom of the Opera and the Modern Ballet, which is one of the very, very famous ballet companies. She danced ballet all over the world, from New Zealand to Iceland, from Australia to China, for, to the Festival of Ballet in St. Petersburg. Her favorite two cities are Tokyo and New York. And now she is in Ukraine, where since February, she began knitting high-quality fashionable sweaters by her own hand and selling it to people all over the world who are happy with her work. Julia, how are you today? Hello, not bad. Thank you so much. No, you are not just not bad, you're amazing. Tell <laughs> me, what is the story that made you the Julia of today? Just a small uh, snippet about your life so that we will go deeper later. So, um, as you told later, I was uh, born in Crimea, 
then uh, my parents uh, let me study in Belarusia in Minsk. So after I um, was working in the Lvov National Theater for eight years as a soloist, then uh, I fell in love with bo- boy and went in Moscow and worked uh, there in the musical um, of Phantom of the Opera, stage entertainment, uh, its company called Stage Entertainment. Uh, and then I went um, to, to dance uh, in the ballet company, which um, make performances all over the world. And till February, I made it. For five years, I travel everywhere. So uh, I was very happy and very glad that I can see a lot of, uh, you know, uh, countries, cities, people. Uh, and uh, then... When started pandemia, I went home and started knitting my sweaters because I need uh, to to calm myself, you know. And I think what it should be. I watch films, uh, read books, but then decide to knit, and it's really worked. Like I make myself calm, and everything started to be good. I, I don't know. It's possible to say like everything started to be good. It's uh, your meditation to calm you down. Yes. And now I'm curious, is this was the story with the boy who took you to Moscow with love? Was it a tragedy or a happy ending? Because as a ballerina, where a lot of the stories end in tragedy, did he break your heart or did he make you happy now? No, you know, all my life is good story. So I think uh, everything happens like it should be. So yes, everything was good. I fell in love in Turkey. We were met in Turkey. And then he said, if you want, you can come to me. And I came to him and decided to um, try myself like in modern dance, because earlier I danced only classical ballet, you know. And I went uh, to Moscow company and they saw me and said oh you're cool you can come and work with us so I had work you know and I decided to to go to Moscow and maybe try something more so it was very very good and interesting like for me and my boyfriend okay. uh, said cool come to me and everything his mother was with us so everything was good I'm happy to hear that. There is a question that I'm personally curious about. I have a friend. She's a ballerina from the uh, Kiev National Opera. Her name is uh, Ksenia. But what happened is when she hurt her foot, well, she couldn't be a ballerina anymore. And she said people just ignored her and treated her very bad because she was not useful anymore in the ballet and she was so disappointed and everything so i'll ask you two things what is your secret to keep your legs healthy and working well even though you work so hard in the ballet it's really really like incredible and the second do you did you feel and experience that the people who are involved in ballet i don't mean the ballet dancers but the administration and the managers are really positive kind people or they're more like those American managers of of stars that I imagine in the cinema, where if the star is not famous anymore, they just delete their number from the phone because they're not useful. Can you comment on this, please? Uh, first uh, answer. You know, frankly speaking, uh, uh, ballet now ballet it's like a 
big sport and of course uh, everybody i think a normal dancer professional dancer has uh, had earlier or now like broke his legs or something like uh, with muscles it's it's normal for us but uh, we go to the hospital <laughs> doing some things and uh, then we go to the stage and everything okay so it's it's normal in our lives I always get up from the bed with pain and uh, one of my teacher told me that if you get up in the morning and uh, don't feel the pain so maybe you are dead <laughs> so this is the answer and uh, it's normal for us and second um mm, Answer, I think it depends uh, how you treat to people in your life, you know. Um, of course, uh, it's possible that, for example, director of the company, yes, uh, likes you because you are a good dancer and everything okay. But when you have some, how it will be in English, trauma, trauma uh, like you broke your leg or something to do with yourself and uh, you yeah, hurt your leg, yes. Damage, yeah, yeah. So, of course, for him, it's not good because he needs normal human <laughs> who will do his work good. But if it's uh, but if you're a good person, I think, uh, like in my life, it was every, all the time, my director treats me good because um, I told, what can I do? But uh, yes, I made damage now, but in some um, months I will, um, how it's called, like um, be... Uh, in your company and dance again and everything will be okay so i don't know how to answer normal answer on this question i think it depends on you if you're a good person everybody will treat you good but if you if you hate everybody everybody will hate you like this i don't know i understand yes some people are very intense and they think that it's only about doing their work and not being kind to people when it were in reality soft skills and being nice to people is a big, big cause of success. And to ask you a bit more, so that I understand the truth about your love for ballet, if you had a daughter, would you wish her to be a ballerina or something else? I don't know. I think yes. It's. I think it's a very good uh, uh, profession for for girl. Um, even if uh, she will be a, a soloist, it's quite hard. It's very hard. Or she will be in garde ballet. It's uh, the same hard work. But um, it's cool. You know, it's theater. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's like very very. I like this life when you're preparing your part in some ballet, you think about this, you training, you dance it first time and everybody like it or don't like it. So it's a very interesting life. You know, I'm missing my life in the theater because traveling all, all over the world with one performance, it's like a little bit boring. Yes, it's cool. You travel, you see all world, but theater life, it's it's amazing, really. It's I'm very glad that I'm ballerina, so I think my daughter can be the same work. Thank you. I actually like that answer, and it made me think of another question, which is this one. Some people I know uh, that are cinematographers, they cannot watch movies anymore because they keep on looking at the details and the work, and it's distracting from the story. To you, are you a person that you said you love the theater, and the ballet, do you focus more on your work or do you enjoy also watching ballet performances by other people and you can enjoy it? Or do you keep thinking, oh, they're doing this wrong or, oh, 
this can be better or oh look that dance is not perfect or something uh, i think every um, professional uh, like in um, how it's called i don't know every professional human who work in cinema or theater or sport or something like this when watch another person he knows uh, what he do bad or who what he he make good you know it's uh, of, of course when somebody dance i can see what was wrong and what was good so but i know how it's hard so if uh, even a person makes something wrong i understand how it's hard maybe something happened so you know i see deeper i don't want like oh she danced bad so go away i know that everybody working and it's very difficult to come on stage and dance alone especially alone you know so it's very um, nervous and how it's called. You understand me, yes? So Stressful, yes. Stressful, Then yes. to ask you another thing, because to be a great ballerina, I believe you need to have a lot of emotions and feel emotions very strong. So to ask you two things. One, um, I had a guest who spoke about how girls from Ukraine, she's also a girl from Ukraine, so it's not a man, she said that they can feel a lot of emotions, but they have a very serious face almost all the time. So are you a girl who has that serious face, but you have a lot of emotions? And second, how did emotions help you make better performances? Or do you try to focus on technique and forget the emotions? Oh, I know. Uh, earlier, when I was only 16 and I, I came to the theater, of course, I, I dance and think only about technique, you know, and no emotions. And uh, my teachers come to me after performance and said, Julia, it was not bad, but, but your face, nobody understand what you want to tell to people's, you know, uh, people. So, and uh, of course, when I dance more, and now I'm uh, 30 years old yes so I'm grow up and I understand everything so when for example I dance uh, Carmen um, I was uh, not 16 years old I was 30 years old so I I, I understand how I should wo- look on the man you know and how I should treat him so it's more um, I don't know how to be in English this world uh, like no, I understand. I think, are you speaking about, I remember an interview with uh, Jessie J, who is a female singer from the UK, and she sang in like Korea and those, um, like The Voice and things. I, I don't remember the name exactly, but it was in mm-hmm. Korea anyway. She said she's when she gets older, she becomes a much better singer compared to uh, younger. Yes. And it's more about... Mm-hmm that she has more life experience to feel those emotions that she uses in her art. So is this what you mean? Quite right, quite right, yes. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And to speak about life as a traveler, it's always like new places, like you said, and it's like almost a gypsy, if I can say. Yes, I only wanted to say that I'm like gypsy. It's terrible. (laughs) Yeah, so are you more of a person who wishes to live in one place or to always be traveling? And 
uh, were you curious about other cultures? Do you have some story from other countries that you remember and you think it's a good story or a good experience? Not good, like positive, but like funny or interesting about all those five years traveling? Uh, yes, frankly speaking, uh, I'm too tired of this because for five years I was in uh, uh, 50 countries, five zero, I mean, and it's um, when I come home only for one or two weeks and then I'm going to bus, uh, uh, plane and uh, driving, driving, driving and traveling. So I'm too tired. So I'm glad, frankly speaking, that uh, pandemia comes because only because I can sit at home and have a rest, you know, only because of this. So um, I, I like uh, China very much. When I came to China first time, I was in shock because uh, we were not only in Peking and Shanghai, big cities, but uh, we were in Little, and the, uh, it is very dirty. And uh, I tried the uh, food for for first time, you know, brains and another <laughs> things. So I was in shock, but I like China very much because there is like freedom. You feel yourself very free. And uh, uh, Australia is an amazing country uh, because there is always sun and uh, um, you feel yourself very happy human, you know. In India, India, the same amazing country. Uh, we were in Himalaya and uh, I, I pray a lot there and it, it was great the same. So I like to travel. It's um, It makes person more, uh, how it's called? It makes cosmopolitan, you more, mature, cosmopolitan, rich, open, experienced. Open for, for your life, yes. Mm-hmm. This is wonderful. So now my question is, if you were to describe the normal a Ukrainian person to someone foreign, what would you say? And how did travel change you as a person to from the your normal personality of a former Soviet Union country to being someone who spent so many years traveling? Like what changed in your person? And what is a typical person from Ukraine, if you can describe to the world? Uh, excuse me, can we uh, separate this because it's too much information for me and uh, I, I can't uh, be, I can't uh, answer normal for these questions. You understand me? Uh, first question. No problem. Wait one I... second. Wait, wait. Let's wait like two seconds so I know to cut. And tell me which question do you want first? I can ask again, like separate. First, then second, then third, if it's possible. Okay. Which one do you want first? Like, tell me and I'll no, ask. No. No, no, no matter. No, no, no problem. It's quite difficult, frankly speaking, uh, uh, questions for me. One second, stop. No problem. I will make it very simple. Let's wait, you know, two seconds. So I know this part to not share. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, Julia, if you were to speak about what is a typical Ukrainian person to share that with the world, what would you say? Excuse me, what does mean typical? (laughs) Like I should tell, like normal Ukrainian uh, person. Oh, it's so different. Uh, okay, I understand what to tell, but it's it won't be good and happy answer. You know, it's normal. Life in Ukraine uh, quite hard, and uh, a lot of people earn not so much money. Because of that, they feel themselves very um, sad. You know, all their lives they feel themselves sad. So they went then 
when they see that some persons in uh, uh, in uh, Europe or anywhere else lives better, they are not glad of them, but they are very upset. You understand what it means? I don't know it's if, if it's a good answer, but some of one part of Ukrainian are like this. They are not very happy people like in Europe or in America. I think, but in, in Europe, the same people can be. But in Ukraine, because of they live very um, bad, they feel themselves very upset. What is your inspiration for sweater knitting? What is something that makes you feel good, get good ideas for new colors or new design patterns for your sweater? Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, my inspiration is uh, winter, because I- in winter it's not enough uh, multicolors, you know, it's not like the, su- or the summer. So I decided to make uh, not black and dark colors. I decided to make very colorful uh, sweaters to make people more uh, happy in winter, you know. So th- this is the answer. I understand. So in some way, you try to bring the happiness of spring to the winter of Ukraine. I, I try, That, yes. I try. Mm-hmm. So if I understand, winter is not your favorite uh, weather. No, uh, I like uh, every weather. Uh, but some people are sad because there is, there is no snow or there is no sun. So I decided to make yellow, green and blue and very colorful, colorful uh, sweaters. Yes. But uh, I like summer. I was born in summer, and uh, autumn is amazing, and winter. But r- frankly speaking, the snow, it's not enough. I want snow, but very snow. There is no snow. It's not Okay, winter. so you like snow. And you, as a 30-year-old woman, I hope that you love still to play with your boyfriend in the snow and enjoy life and not be too serious. So why do you like snow? What activities will be fun for you in Ukraine when it's a lot of snow? Uh, we like to skate on board, you know, uh, and uh, we want to go to Karpaty, maybe uh, maybe in February, because uh, there is now in January, there is no snow the same. And um, I like snow, I like uh, winter, and I like uh, mountains. I think it's perfect holidays to skate on board with boyfriend, with friends, and then drink hot tea. It's amazing for me. Great. And to ask you another one, you are a businesswoman who is doing her business on Instagram. Can you speak? How is that experience of working on Instagram? Is it uh, like... Uh, simple, easy, or what problems are there? And what things did you learn that maybe other people who do business in Instagram can discover and learn from you? Oh, frankly speaking, I'm just starting. So I'm not a businesswoman yet. And uh, I understand uh, only one thing that every person should make his work, you know. I have a friend who helps me with, uh, uh, how it's called, um, SMM, you know, he makes uh, um, marketing for my page, for my profile, and uh, I'm knitting, and somebody should make photos, and somebody should answer uh, messages for pe- to people, because one person can't do this. Uh, I have no time, you know, 24 hours, it's not enough for me. I need 41, 48 hours a day 
you understand my my answer so yes it's a problem of all business people and to, <laughs> you need either help by other people but yeah. if you don't have enough money to pay them then it's so uh, the main the main thing of my answer is like uh, you should uh, you shouldn't do everything alone but because you everything will be wrong you know you should take some uh, persons who will help you in some questions you know and then everything will be okay then your business will work so don't don't do it by yourself yes great and you said you began knitting to relax how did it change from only doing it like a hobby to become something that you sell? Did you have friends who look and say, wow, this is beautiful, I want a similar? Or did you think one day, well, why not? I should sell it. I now have too many sweaters. Or how was the beginning of the idea? Yes, you were right. When you told that my friends saw my sweaters and cardigans, they said, oh, I want it. It's amazing. And I said, okay, I will try to make it for you for free, of course, because it's my friends, like a present. And uh, then this, uh, the friends showed to another people and people and they liked it and said, of course, I can pay for your work because for one sweater, I spent spent or maybe uh, nine ten hours you know and uh, it's just knitting uh, so it's quite hard work <laughs> my back it has pain you know it's and my hands are sometimes very um, pain i feel my feel pain so and, and you deserve it i mean if you're giving people something beautiful and a sweater that will be with them for a long time, you deserve to receive payment for your hard work. It's positive. This yes. is not. Yes, I will. I, I then when I have money for my sweater, I will go and make massage <laughs> because you know, uh, and everything again. I make massage, and then I can make uh, one more sweater. So it's money. It's like it's free money. No, it's not like business. It's just for fun, for for myself, just relaxing. It's not very you know, big company or something like this. I'm just, I just like to do good photos. I asked my friend and my friend made good photos for, for my profile. For example, my model, you asked who this girl, she's ballerina from, uh, solo ballerina from Dnipropetrovsk Theater. She's amazing model and she helps me with my sweaters and everything like, you know, like puzzle come and work a little bit. Yes, because all the photos in your Instagram seem to be from another person. That's why I said maybe you did plastic surgery or something. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> to, to uh, I I don't like uh, I don't like photos. I think I, I'm looking not so uh, perfect like my friend. So so I, I decide not to show my sweaters on my body. You know. I just need Okay, him. great. And to ask you, um, do you love uh, any other kind of art? You said you liked photos, uh, but another person does them. Are you still doing some artistic activities to relax? What bore it's mostly time with family now and knitting sweaters? You know, in uh, Ukraine, um, uh, we uh, they, they started uh, like uh, lockdown. 
from yesterday until 25 uh, January, so everything closed. And earlier I went to the theater and I watched ballet, like my how my friends dance. But now, yes, I'm sitting home, knitting and chatting with my parents because uh, all my life I was somewhere else but not at home. And now I'm very glad that I'm home and can drink tea on, on the kitchen with my mom, you know, and... Uh, watch film with my dad so i'm uh, spent my time with all my time only with family yes and how does that feel i mean because of staying traveling so long and then returning to family does it feel like the same experience or from before or do you learn because of maturity new things that make you understand your parents better and connect with them deeper in a relationship with family Yes, you you know your your question is like an answer on my uh, your your question is like an answer because you said uh, good things. Yes, traveling helps me understand people more uh, deeper. So of course I treat my parents now. I treat them uh, more um, like deeper. I understand them, and. Um, it helps. It, it, traveling, uh, I think every person should travel. It's open your mind, you know. You, you, from every travel, you return another human with another uh, minds in your mind, you know, with another. Uh, yes. Mm, Before they were say, they would say, you don't become a mature person until you travel at least one time. And that was in the old days where there wasn't airplane or anything. So today, there is no excuses. Where are you right now in Ukraine? I think you're not in Kiev, but in another city. Uh, um, I'm in Dnipropetrovsk, Dnipro. Now it's called Dnipro. It's uh, one of the big cities of Ukraine. One million people lives here. And uh, my family lives here, so... I'm here. Can you speak about it? Like, what do you like to go there? Is there a favorite place? Do you love the river? Like, things about it like that. And, you know, if someone would visit Dnipro, where do you recommend? Um, you know, uh, I, w I wasn't home for a long time. But when I'm I back, I see Dnipro changed because uh, very beautiful um, streets, uh, light buildings and uh, it's quite beautiful city and of course i like our river and um, i'm living on the left side and when i need to come to the right side i'm going on the bridge you know and uh, the the river is very deep and very big and all the time i'm very glad that i'm living in Petrovsk because it's cool to have river in the city i think it's it's cool. Always, if you want, you can go and uh, um, watch on the on the water. And of course, it's making you calm the same, like meditation. So it's great. So everyone who wants to come to Dnipropetrovsk, welcome. To, you are a ballerina with uh, many, many years of athletic activity. What do you do to maintain your, uh, like, uh, ability? Your, do you do sport or yoga at home? How do you maintain your weight or are you one of the people who doesn't need diet? You always look great because of genetics. Like to you, how do you maintain your cardio and uh, stretching and all that while you stay only at home 
a long time and you're mostly sitting and knitting? Oh, you know, when I came in February at home, I'm just lying on the bed, like watching films. Maybe it was for two months and at everything I want. But uh, then I decided to make some trainings because my um, my body, like, I have enough rest for two months. It was enough for me. And then I decided to a little bit training. I went to the theater, do my uh, exercises, belly exercises. Not so hard, you know, just for training. But uh, what about eating? Uh, I Girls that, that I'm a witch, you know, I can eat everything, every time, uh, a lot of food. Uh, but I'm always very slim. And so thanks, God, <laughs> for belly, it's good. <laughs> so... Uh, my 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 daddy he's from uh, siberia you know he's russian and in the family it's very like traditionally to make pilmeni maybe you know this food uh, pilmeni it's russian traditional food and my daddy makes a lot of pilmeni and i add them for breakfast dinner and supper and everything okay with my body so i don't know thank you uh, parents think parents i am slim but training it's very necessary for us so we should train every day some uh, trainings not so long for 15 minutes but we need it every sportsman great i agree with you and to ask you what are your future plans let's imagine corona finished would you return to ballet or become a ballet teacher and instructor or uh, work in the administration or become a ballerina again or just stay at home and continue the work that you do now or uh, it's a very difficult question for me because i'm like i'm deciding what to do to go to the theater or uh, starting traveling again i don't know because i'm missing my life as i said earlier my theater life and I, of course i want to dance my uh, performances and uh, but i like to travel the same so i don't know what to do i'm waiting and uh, i think my life will decide it for me you know how it's like in life when you adjust as women um it's very difficult for me sorry i can't uh, spell it in english when no you're uh, being spontaneous and going with the flow yes i'm going with the flow the same yes you're right i'm go- going with the flow if my Great. life got decided and to what, go- what? Mm-hmm. yes yes what is unique and special about your sweaters because people like them very much and do you make it only for women or because all your models on your photo are women or do you make for everyone whether children or men or anyone interested do they call you contact you and then tell you their measurements that you make or is it already prepared and they buy like can you speak about your work and how people can buy and who are the people who can buy uh, that is perfect for you? 
Oh, you know, uh, my sweaters are for women now because I'm only starting. <laughs> I, uh, my brother once uh, asked me to make him sweater, but I said, I have no time. I'm too busy, frankly speaking. Too much uh, uh, people want my sweaters. They are very soft and they are oversized. I like oversized very much because I'm very slim girl and I don't like very little things. You know, I, I always wearing something very big, my brother's t-shirts and the same, so etc. So my sweaters are soft, very um, uh, comfortable, uh, oversized, and uh, very, very colorful. So um, I don't have um, sweaters like uh, 5, 10 uh, preparing. Uh, only when somebody wants, I said that I need uh, uh, 10 days to prepare a sweater, you know? So like only for um, how it's called in English. Uh, only when it's somebody a asks. pre-order pre-order yes mm -hmm, quite right perfect and can you then share where can people see photos of your uh, sweaters where can they learn and connect with you more which are your favorite places uh, uh you you mean uh, i don't understand your question sorry uh, what you mean uh, I'm where can people message you where can yes. they see photos of your sweaters where Oh, in, in in the Instagram, of course, in the Instagram only, only Instagram, or they can write me Viber and WhatsApp, uh, Telegram. The um, num my number telephone is like on the page, on the profile in the Instagram. So I don't have website. Great. Not, not yet. I will put your Instagram in the description. Uh, thank you, Julia. And do you have any final things to say? To the listeners whether like advice or about ukraine or just some idea or wishing them a good year oh yes i wish uh, amazing gear and i wish that um yeah when when everything will uh, and this pandemia and coronavirus and when everything uh, will open and people can travel over the world um, I really want everybody come to Ukraine to Kiev and to another beautiful cities in the summer at spring uh, we, it is very beautiful in Ukraine and people are very open and um, come to us you will be glad I think I agree with you very very much and i wish you the same julia i wish you a great and fantastic year and day thank you and goodbye thank you so much bye bye